0: Great psychologist Carl Jung once said, people will do anything, no matter how absurd, in order to avoid facing their own souls. One does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. In this week's Story Hour, I'd like to share a personal story about some struggles that I've been having during the quarantine and insights that I gained from them. This is an incredibly hard time for a lot of us with our usual schedules being pulled out from under us and us being thrown into a world where, without self-motivation, nothing gets done and little is created. If you're a creative person and you feel like you've fallen out of the loop, or you're just someone who feels like they really wish that they could do the things that they now have time to do, I hope these words let you know that you're not alone. The struggle is a fundamentally human one, and it is possible to overcome it, although it's a constant challenge. I think that's what the hero's journey is all about, that overcoming of the fundamental issues that all humans have to face. And in times like this, where things are put into disarray and chaos, our normal schedules are out of whack, it's really up to us to make the most of this time. Thank you to all the listeners of the Herbal Hour podcast. This is Story Hour 11 Ramblings of a Quarantine Creative. This quarantine has been more difficult than expected, and not for the reasons I suspected. Since Oregon received its stay-at-home order, shit hit the proverbial fan. In the first week of restaurants closing, everything had a very vacation-like vibe to it. Parks were crowded, laughter echoed through the air of tennis courts, and people were out and about enjoying time in nature. Things have changed somewhat since the closing of state parks in Oregon, the last refuge of the solitary. Now the question of, how will we get through another indefinite amount of time of this, comes up. And that is precisely one of the major issues. No one seems to know how long we will be in lockdown for. Will it be another month? Or many more than that? The uncertainty of it all adds a certain kind of gnawing realization to the situation. Honestly, the thing that has made this experience most difficult for me is going from a daily schedule to one where I feel the rug has been completely pulled out from beneath me. Now it seems that without discipline, the whole day goes into chaos, with Netflix binging and social media scrolling leaving me utterly unfulfilled. And not even adequately distracted. We have become as demigods within our own lives. With the tethers of external responsibilities removed, we are finally free, gifted unimaginable free time. How difficult it is to actually use that free time in a way that feels purposeful, that feels like it moves us towards our goal. Many of us have been hatching all sorts of plans, making moves, grinding and the like in the past few months, and then suddenly, nothing. Dead air, silence, has society completely shut down? Remember that protester's speech given about the Vietnam War, where he implored us to do anything we could to bring the gears of the machine to a halt? Well there we have it, a wrench flew into the gears, and it was not at all what we expected. In fact it was something that was unseen, an invisible enemy lurking all around us. I ask the question though, has it brought us together, or just shown us how isolated we have always been? Our daily schedules keep us distracted from the many things that seem to be crucial to this life. Genuine human contact, gatherings with friends, lazy strolls out and about the night and the trails of the forest. These things we now pine for, but a more secret gift we lost stability, structure, certainty. I see the light and the shadows of these events. On the one hand, we have time to rest, to reflect, to do what we love, to do the things we have been wishing we were doing but never had the time. Yet now we have the time, but now we awake head to head with the greatest enemy of humanity. Of progress, of growth of any kind, inertia. Objects at rest tend to stay at rest, and restfulness quickly turns into restlessness, unless we grab the day by the reins, and with great force command, this shall be done. I have never liked writing out schedules for myself, but in these times, it is a matter of survival. The only thing that seems to stand between me and a completely wasted day, in quotes, is a pen, and the will of my soul to actually do the things I have set in ink, is it easy? Hell no. Isn't this time meant to be restful? Well, not exactly. Without meaningful work, there is no pleasure in rest. Rest is for something. Rest in and of itself is the poison of the dreamer. Free time is an abyss of potential, and if you look into the abyss, it looks right back at you, leaving you paralyzed with indecision or frantic distractibility. The stakes seem so high. Time is so precious. Yet how apt we are to be murderous in the face of it. To kill time. The magician's trick is ultimate. If we kill time, it slowly drains our soul of creative force. With every hesitance, we fall into disorder. With every procrastination, a candle goes out. Much more difficult to relight the next time. Why the insistence on productivity? The answer is simple. If you don't do things consciously that you believe are worthwhile, the winds of impulse will carry you to desert sands. It will leave us looking up at the clock And realizing it is bedtime, perplexed as to where the day went. It is the struggle of every creative to actually create the things we love, even if we have to drag ourselves to do it. There is simply no other way. The other road leads to sorrow and soft reassuring words that lead to more difficulty. I can just do that tomorrow. What tomorrow is there where you live in a version of Groundhog Day, where every day repeats itself ad nauseum? And again, who knows for how long? The words of the sages come into play, This day we live now is the only day we have ever lived. This is how it has always been. We were just too distracted by our scheduled days to notice it. This day is now only what you make of it. Rinse and repeat. Will we spend our days on the phone, scrolling through electronic facades, and watching shows that have become distasteful through repetition? That is certainly an option. But why is it that at the end of the day we feel cheated? As if our day our sovereignty over our lives has slipped through our fingers like lukewarm water and spilled out onto the floor. It is because we have cheated ourselves, our own potential. We awake in the morning with a puddle on the ground from the lost promises of the day before. What are we to do? The only sane thing we can do, the hardest thing, the thing that we have been avoiding, that we thought would disappear in the mists of time. Yet the puddle never evaporates, It just gets deeper until it becomes an ocean that drowns away our feeling of control over our lives. How strange it is, when one has summoned the heroic efforts to do the thing that has been avoided, that it gets done. Simple as that. It's as if we went into the boxing ring prepared to be utterly and sorely defeated, but when we threw the first punch, the opponent disappeared. It was just a phantom. A sense of relief washes over the mind. Why was it so difficult to do that avoided thing if when confronted it crumbled like a sandcastle? So much for the creative is the battle against one's own minds, that shadowy enemy that shirks responsibilities as if they were dispensable, as if they didn't lead to a spiritual malaise that no amount of ice cream can bring one out of. Once we overcome that inertia, that boulder of an enemy, we feel infinitely victorious, proud of ourselves and our capabilities, at peace, Finally, the battle has been won. But wait. In the morning, the battle begins anew. That same shadow appears invigorated in a solid form blocking our way. And we remark, I remember your ugly face. And the battle must be fought all over again against entropy, against the tendency of all things of corporal form to decay into disorder. Yet the human spirit, is it not made of stardust? Does it not transcend these laws of entropy against the imperative of all matter? It does, only if we decide our fate. Otherwise, it is carried along with our form like a ship caught in a storm. Every time we stand face to face with our greatest enemy, ourselves, the battle of the creative begins anew. Every victory catapults us to the sky, and every defeat buries our dreams in an inch of sand. We have two options in the face of this imminent threat to suffer the pains of building a great monument day by day that will stand the test of time, as those great pyramids do, or be slowly enveloped in a sandy tomb where life begins to enter and all dreams are mummified. You may have remarked by now, Why all this seriousness and fancy words? Haven't you read the memo that life is about enjoyment? Yes, I have. Many times. And I will continue to read it. But the memo was missing something, was it not? Yes it was missing life is about meaningful action and becoming all you can be what is all that we can be what is meaningful action for that question there is a billion 7.5 billion to be exact answers differing for each soul some will find their becoming through meaning some through beauty and others still through selfless service the argument for meaning rages on does meaning exist somewhere in the vast universe Or is it something that we create through the salt of tears and sweat? The Buddha said the truth is in the middle. I therefore venture to say we find meaning both ways. Through fashioning ourselves as if clay, we become as the beautiful form that is blueprinted in the soul. So as we move towards the life we always wanted to live, it moves towards us. And as we falter in the face of struggle, we become weaker. Strength comes from the overcoming of the worst in us. And what is that worst thing for a creative It is inactivity. It is procrastination. It is impulses that bring us away from our creative act. Regardless of what you believe religiously, to be creative is to be like the divine. In the religions of the world, God is a creator who creates the universe for who knows what purpose. A strange idea floats through my mind. Maybe God created the universe because he would feel like shit at the end of the day if he didn't. Did he procrastinate for unfathomable time in the void? hoping someone else would come along and create everything? Probably not, but the image makes me giggle. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Story Hour, a section that we do on the Herbal Hour podcast where we share insightful stories, mythical stories, things to inspire the imagination. If you're a fan of the Herbal Hour podcast, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. We also have a channel on YouTube, the Herbal Hour podcast channel. And if you'd like to listen to podcasts on Spotify, we're also on there. In the second part of this podcast, I want to share some mythological stories with you guys. In previous podcasts, I made mention of a new line of herbal products that is coming out from Quintar's Therapeutics called the Mythical Mixtures. These are all organic herbal blends, aka tinctures, liquid herbal extracts, made from only organic herbs that we acquire from local organ farms. And all of our mythical mixtures are flavored with raw honey just so that they're delicious and that you actually get the benefits from these herbs because you'll actually take it if it's delicious, right? Honey also brings out a lot of the great floral flavors out of things like lavender, chamomile, hops, damiana, rosebuds, some of the ingredients that we use in these tinctures. But anyways, I'm not trying to beat you down with some self-promotion, but I want to tell you guys about why I chose the mythological names for these tinctures that I did and give you some background on these famous myths. For those who don't know, I am a naturopathic medical student in my final year. And I've been studying herbalism for quite some time now, interested in the mind, interested in bringing healing to people through nature. So this is kind of a natural outgrowth of that. Me creating herbal medicines just seemed like a great idea because it would allow me to help more people on a wider scale. Also, I have a deep love for nature, plants, herbs, and I'm just fascinated by how they work and love geeking out and doing tons of research about what herbs can mix well together for all sorts of different issues. These formulas will be available next week on our website, ktherbs.com. That's the letter K, the letter T, herbs.com. And we're also on eBay. If you guys prefer that medium, you can just search in kterbs.com. All right, so let's get into it. The first tincture is called Morphean Dream. This is a mixture of valerian, lavender, chamomile, and hops. Its name is inspired by the Greek god Morpheus. In Greek mythology, Morpheus is the god of sleep and dreams that visits people during the night, carrying messages from the gods to mortals. He is known to take the disguise of a human form to foretell the future to those who sleep. There is a myth that dreams would pass through one of two gates, the gate of ivory or the gate of horn. If a dream passed through the gate of ivory, It was thought to be a false dream, while one that passed through the gate of Horn would certainly come true. Morpheus was often invoked to bring on restful sleep and peaceful dreams. This formula is crafted with a blend of calming aromatic herbs that are synergistic in supporting sleep quality and restfulness, and named after that great god of sleep, Morpheus, to bring you a good night's rest and pleasant dreams. Our next blend is Eros Potion. This is a combination of Damiana, delicious red rose buds, and ashwagandha. In Greek mythology, Eros is the god of love and desire that influenced the affairs of mortals through his golden arrows that would cause those struck with them to fall in love. In Roman mythology, he was called Cupid, with the famous representation of a child with angel-like wings that would spark love in humans with an arrow to the heart. One of the original love stories in mythology describes how Eros fell in love with Psyche after accidentally being scraped by one of his own arrows. Aphrodite was enraged, because she was jealous of Psyche's beauty and had originally commanded Eros to shoot her with an arrow that would make her fall in love with a terrible suitor. Eros and Psyche secretly met despite Aphrodite's anger, which caused her to make Psyche go through a series of impossible challenges before she could be with Eros. Thankfully, many unseen forces helped her along, and eventually she formed an eternal marriage with Eros. This myth tells a tale of a seemingly impossible love, that came to be with between Eros, the god of love and the embodiment of the divine soul, Psyche. This formula is crafted with herbs that support the reproductive systems of both males and females and gently calms the nervous system to support you in your search for love. Blissful Soul, this is one of my favorite ones. This has uh, fresh and dried St. John's wort, milky oats, flower, and lavender. In Roman mythology, soul is the god of the sun, and solar deities are found throughout all of the world's great traditional myths. Various ritual festivals were performed in ancient religions in honor of the sun's life-giving force. One of the most notable was the Roman Sol invictus, which was thought to be held on December 25th or associated with the winter solstice, also thought to be a foundation for the Christian Christmas. St. John's wort is also notably associated with the sun astrologically and has beautiful solar yellow petals, which have a brightening effect on the mood. That's why this formula is called Blissful Soul. This formula is crafted with herbs specifically picked out to support healthy mood, restore the nervous system, and calm the mind to bring the sun back into your life. Then we have our blend Herculean Strength, which is a combination of the very potent adaptogens, ashwagandha, rhodiola, and elethero root, which is also called Siberian ginseng. Hercules, or Heracles in Greek, was a Roman heroic warrior that was famous for his superhuman strength and vast adventures around the world. A son of the mighty Zeus and earthly Alcimene, he was a demigod by birth with remarkable powers. He was known for his 12 labors, which included slaying of the Nemean lion, killing the nine-headed hydra, capturing the Erymanthian boar, and other death-defying feats. The completion of these heroic tasks led him to attaining immortality from his great bravery. Hercules was a champion that defended those under Olympus from monsters and villains of all sorts, and came to be remembered in the stars as one of the greatest heroes of antiquity. This formula is crafted with key adaptogenic herbs to help overcoming of stress, improve physical prowess, and give the calm of the warrior's mind to all those who seek to be heroes in their own lives. It is specially made for those that are athletes, martial artists, students, and others that put their minds and bodies under great stresses but overcome them to become greater every day. This formula is really made to relieve stress and help the body's resistance to stress. And finally, we have our immune support tincture, which gets its name guardian angel, from the fact that angels are believed to be spiritual beings that are messengers between gods and humans, with a guardian angel watching over each person to protect them from all manners of harm and evil. Socrates, the great Greek philosopher, once said that the only thing that made him different from others was that he always listened to his daemon, another word for angel, which was thought to be a kind of benevolent angel. Belief in guardian angels was common throughout ancient times, with Saint Thomas Aquinas saying, On this road man is threatened by many dangers both from within and without, and therefore, as guardians are appointed for men who have to pass by an unsafe road. In magical traditions, the holy guardian angel was the source of all divine knowledge, and that communication with this being was the path to one's own divinity. This formula is crafted with key immune boosting herbs that support immunity naturally and protect us from the invisible forces that endanger our health. You may have heard many of these. Uh, They're all organic elderberry, echinacea, licorice, and astragalus. These are very commonly used herbs and have a powerful synergistic effect to not only help us when we do get sick but help us prevent getting sick and really just give our immune system a nice boost you know give it some food give it what it needs to do its job and in these times Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and be sure to check out our website, ktherbs.com. I personally use two of these tinctures quite frequently. That is the Herculean strength because during these times there's tons of stress, tons of things that need to get done, it really helps me be at my best. And I've just noticed that when I take it, it's very stimulating and is great as a pre-workout and also good to take throughout the day to help you keep yourself in that mindset and help your adrenals so that when a stress comes, you can actually overcome it like Hercules. The other one I use pretty often, pretty much every night actually, is Morphean Dream. First of all, it's delicious with with the honey, Um, but I do have some insomnia issues and I'll just take like nine whole dropperfuls of that before bed and it definitely helps along with some melatonin. Also, for people who want alcohol-free tinctures, we are offering all five of these mythical mixtures in a glycerate form. So glycerin is another way that you can make an herbal extract, and it's really sweet and delicious, but it's very low glycemic. Great for people who are very sensitive to alcohol or can't have alcohol. And Morphean Dream, for example, is delicious as a glycerite. I mean, the flavors of the lavender and chamomile in this kind of sweetness is really just remarkably delicious. Also available now are our herbal simples. These are singular herbs meant to give you the highest dose of that herb if that's the one that you were looking for. We have valerian, lavender, chamomile, angelica root, and St. John's wort. So valerian is obviously very helpful for sleep. Lavender is good for calm and supporting a healthy mood. And also it just has an amazing aroma and taste. Chamomile is specifically for calming. It also has some immune benefits and it helps with digestion. St. John's wort obviously has a lot of research of it being used for mood support. And angelica is an interesting one because it has a lot of benefits for uh, female hormones Uh, But it also has been used shamanically as a medicine for quite some time. So if you're somebody who has troubles with sleep, if you're somebody who wants to spice up their love life, if you're somebody who struggles with mood issues, someone who feels really stressed out, or just someone looking to boost their immune system or get over something quickly and prefers the natural route, these tinctures could be really helpful. So in general, I love tinctures because most people do not know about them. Many people, they make herbal teas um, or they take supplements like capsules where there's powdered herb inside. But the cool thing about a tincture is that you take a really large amount of that herb and then you extract it for a long time. So all of the compounds within it get pulled into this uh, solution, whether it's alcohol or glycerin, and it just makes for a very convenient way to take your healing herbs You know, you don't have to boil a pot of water, although teas are delicious. You don't need to, you know, gulf down a bunch of capsules. You can just take this bottle that comes with a dropper and, you know, put like a dropper or two in water, or you can just drink it straight. I mean, with the honey flavor, it's pretty good. Also, we are looking for people to test out our herbal products and get them completely for free. And I wanted to offer this to the listeners of the Herbal Hour podcast first. For more information about how you can get a free herbal tincture, you can add me on Instagram, holistic underscore psyche, and send me a message, or send me an email directly at info at ktherbs.com. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast, guys, and I hope you make the best of your quarantine times.